This is our first session on 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, 5 through 8. For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed. God is witness, so you know, God knows. Neither seeking glory from people, whether from you or from others, though we could have made demands as apostles of Christ, but we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. In this way, being affectionately desirous of you, we were pleased to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own souls, because you were loved by us. We're going to focus on the the never for a couple of sessions and then shift to the but. So this is the positive. How did he come? He came gentle like a nursing mother. How did he not come? He did not come with flattery or greed or glory-seeking or throwing his weight around. So, Father, I pray that as we focus on Paul's renunciation of greed and flattery and glory-seeking and power-mongering, you would rip these things out of our lives and out of the life of your pastors, your ministers, your elders, your churches. Oh, that we might be pure and humble and wise and good and loving like Paul before the world. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's first note this word for. He is continuing his argument, and this particular step in the argument supports what? Here's the preceding verses. He had just said, Our appeal was not from error. It was not from impurity. It was not in deceit. But as we've been tested and approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak, namely, not as pleasing men. As soon as he says that, not as pleasing men, it enters his mind to support this claim with this claim, for we never came with flattery. Flattery is what you do in order to please men. So the argument is for we never came that way. You know that's true. He's he's appealing to their memory of what they were really like. So that's the way the argument continues. So you give the negative part first here, and then the positive part here, but we were gentle among you, and so on. So I want to focus on eight ways that Paul says he did not do his ministry. He did not come. I can't believe how relevant this is to our day. So let's back up and get four of them here. And then add the four in the next text. Our appeal, when we came preaching and we appealed to you to receive God as your comfort and your treasure, it was not from error. 
One, it was not from impurity. Two, it was not in deceit. Three, and it was not by pleasing men. Four, and it was not with flattery. Five, it was not with a pretext for greed. Six, it was not seeking human glory. Seven, and it was not making demands as apostles could. Eight. Now, it will be very fruitful when you find something like that, a list like that, to go ahead and list them. There's my list right there. And then ponder them. What's the difference between them? Put them in your own words and let them have the powerful effect that they really, really do have. So let me do that. From error. So his method was not indifferent to truth. It wasn't in error. Paul didn't operate from an indifference to the truth. Wasn't from impurity. And we argued earlier that that word is almost always used for illicit sex in Paul's writings. Then in deceit, pleasing people, in flattery, those are not goals, those are means, right? Methods. Paul renounces. He's not going to use deceit, he's not going to use people-pleasing, he's not going to use flattery, just like he's not going to ignore truth. Then he did not come in greed, that is, he wasn't after money. He did not come seeking the glory of men, he wasn't after human praise. He did not throw his weight around as an apostle, though he could have. He isn't after power. In fact, he's laying it down in the emotional sense of becoming tender among them, not blustery with his power. And when I list list this like this, this just knocks me off my heels. That's today, right? The abuses of this weight, this apostolic weight today, the abuse of power to get human praise, to get money, to get sex, the use of ministry, gospel ministry, to get sex, to get money, to get human fame and praise, to wield a lot of power is so widespread, it's heart-rending. And I just can't believe how amazingly relevant this 2,000-year-old apostle is. In fact, it teaches us this is not today or yesterday. This is every day. In other words, what we're seeing today and what we see here in the first century is that being driven by sex, being driven by money, being driven by human praise, being driven by power-mongering, there's nothing new about it. These go to the very root of our sinfulness. 
and sinfulness is as old as Adam and Eve. Only the forms change, and these forms don't change very much. And these methods, let's just give a few examples. How do you get, let's say, sex? All right? Here you come. You're an apostle, and you're coming into Thessalonica, and he says, I didn't come in impurity. Well, how might he have come in impurity? He would have come with the weight of a claim to having seen the risen Christ and being his authoritative spokesman. And from that position of power, he would have flattered people, saying all kinds of things that they want to hear, thus pleasing them, deceiving them about the truth, and thus currying sex if he pleases them well enough that some women want to curry his favor with their sexual favors. That's the way it works. Or money. Same thing. He comes with power. He flatters people. He butters them up and pleases them. He conceals the truth, and he gets their money. That's the way it works. And Paul says, no. I don't come indifferent to the truth. I don't come deceiving. I don't come trying to please people. I don't come with flattery. I'm not after sex. I'm not after your money. I'm not after your praise. And I don't give a hoot about wielding human power. I'm going to lay it all down because of what? Now, that's what I want to talk about next time. I want to not move forward yet. I want to linger some more and ask, what is it about the message and the truth of the gospel and the way Paul actually did minister that makes this and this and this and this so reprehensible to Paul and today? That's where we'll go next time.